can Fifty Shades of Grey exist in the Twilight verse if there's no source material? Welcome back. Um, it's episode four. Um, you guys, it's finally happening. Jenna's here. We're talking about plot holes and different cinematic universes. Yes, it gets as weird as you think it's going to get. We tackle some really hard-hitting issues as well as some ones that really shouldn't be talked about. Um, feel free to give it a listen and enjoy. Ugh. And just like that, we're recording. Gasps. Jenna, this is very special. Ask me why. Why? Because the whole idea for this podcast, as you know, was conceived on our drives home from dance. Yeah, but it was called Earbuds. It was called Earbuds, and, you know, I thought, mm, too obvious. Too obvious. But, you know, I found my brand, and this is episode four now. Consistently inconsistent release dates, but you know what? Who's, who's really keeping track? I just know, like, I have a feeling in the wind when it's time for a new episode. And then it appears. It just appears on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker. We're on a whole bunch of stuff out of nowhere. What are we talking about today? We are talking about plot holes in cinematic universes. Which is the OG topic that we used to talk about because you are obsessed with twilight i am she's obsessed with twilight and in even in like that series in the saga 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 is like there's so many things wrong with it which is my first couple points yes however because you're the master what are yours what do you have what do you have up first who's up Oh, in the Twilight series? Wherever you want. Well, I mean, we can start there just because that's just, everything is a plot hole in the Twilight series. Let's get into it. Let's unpack that. Let's begin with the fact that it's a tribute to the Mormon church. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. That's the biggest plot hole, actually, is that it's really just a modern retelling of the persecution of Mormons <laughs> in, you know. For the, so, okay, so for the uninitiated, how so? Well, you know, the Volturi are symbolic of the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. And... The Catholic Church notoriously, amongst persecuting many others, um, persecuted the Mormons in newfound America. And I don't know, I don't know the extent of persecution. I don't know if it was, you know, making fun of the long skirt thing or if it was like... What's going on with the bonnets? Yeah. Like... I mean, I bet it was also some, like, real hardcore, like, no, you can't 
I don't know, believe whatever you believe in that way, because that's what the Catholics are notorious for. Um, so anyways, the Volturi, they're based in Italy. They're symbolic of like one of them, they turn into martyrs or something in the Italian culture in this Twilight universe. Mm. Yep. So everything is, you know, very like religious pedestal. And then Bella and Edward are like the ideal Mormon couple, you know? Um, hey, so when I think ideal Mormon couple, I think of like, this man's got like a million wives. He's got a million children and they all live in Salt Lake City, Utah. <laughs> oh my God. Is that it? because my only facet of understanding of the Mormon faith comes from the Book of Mormon? Yes. 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 Am I apologizing for it? No. No. Great soundtrack. Yeah. Like, honestly. <laughs> I don't think it won any... T- I think it won Tony's. Yeah. So, Bella and Edward... So how, do, how do Bella and Edward exhibit qualities of the perfect Mormon couple? Okay. The ideal. Bella and Edward are the... Uh, I hate to say it, but the Brad and Angelina of the Mormon church at this point. Oh God! <laughs> um, just tumultuous the whole way through. Um, basically, there's always this this one line that us us twihards uh, like to make fun of, uh, and it's that time that she wears a floor length <laughs> hacky skirt and old woman blouse and edward's like oh my god i've never seen anybody this attractive before in my life <laughs> like i want to rip that off of you. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine oh lord so that's already a plot hole because what what <laughs> right mind would say that a floor length khaki skirt that let's be honest probably has buttons going down the front. Oh, it's definitely a button and up. pockets, but like obvious pockets, like ugly pockets. And does it does the book say what sh- what like shirt she's wearing? It's like a red blouse. And I don't put know a what- bonnet on that, and you honestly have a Mormon woman, the modern day Mormon Mormon woman that probably runs a blog at night. It's true. And that's not to, you know, shame modesty. Mm-mm. It's all you, girl. No. It's just the line of that is just like the sexiest thing Edward has ever seen. Like, I know he's from pre- like pre World War One. So Edward's from like pre World War One time. So his like taste is probably different, but like, get with the times. Right. Which kind of segues into my into a point that I wrote down, which is how do they not get caught repeating high school a million times? This is this is I talk to you about this all the time. Yeah, because we talk about Twilight way more than we should. I, no, we we should specify you talk about Twilight. I talk about Twilight way more than I should. Every time I think <laughs> about it, I just think about how wrong it is. You know, which let's not get it twisted branched uh, like i i think and i think this might be wrong but 50 shades of gray is based off of a twilight fan fiction yes which is a whole other can of worms but anyway how do the cullens not get caught repeating high school a million times who knows 
there are transcripts. They, this woman did not. She had Google at her fingertips. She didn't write Google is free. She wrote this in the early 2000s, which would, uh, some would say maybe the height of Google. Um, and she refused to use it. Um, I don't know if this is a writing tactic. I, I like to write. I often use the Google. Um, apparently she, uh, I don't know if this is not, this is not fact, but in my opinion, I feel like she swore off of, um, any sort of research. Uh, Really? I, I just think that she said, fuck it with the facts. She said, you know what? My brain is correct. Blind. She said, I'm the one. Blinders on. Yep. We're writing. You know what? Mm -hmm. And maybe... She she did write a best-selling series, so she did something right. Good. For We're just sitting here talking about it, like however many years later. Exactly. But so. anyways, the Google search that she refused to look up would have told her that um, this is the United States, but any developed country in general has records dating back to its birth. Like they have the like declaration of independence in a museum that was like one of the first documents ever you don't think that they have high school transcripts <laughs> back to when did you they start going to high school in the 50s yeah also did have, okay this is a like a filmmaker casting thing but do they know what like like to be permanently 18 is not a good thing like 18 year olds are children yeah they're barely legal adults. They're skinny to scrawny, awkward looking faces. So like, it's weird to me that she wrote about them. Like they are the most like beautiful things. And like, everyone is in awe of them. Like, can you imagine? No, but they're no, but they, is she like writing from the perspective, like of themselves though? So if I'm reading, so is she, like, she was catering to teens and like single and like mothers have got nothing to do. That's why. <laughs> Right, so if she's like, "Oh, eighteen olds are going to read this and identify with Bella and Edward and everybody and think, "Wow, I'm eighteen. I really just want to mess with everybody in my class. Like everyone is the most attractive thing ever." But this Edward guy, he's a vampire and he fucking glows when you enter the sunlight. That's hot. That's hot. Well, this is like Edward walked so e-boys could run it edward edward was the inspiration behind so many things brockhampton (laughs) the 1975 probably oh my gosh just all of that that entire culture that is now too cool for anything was based off of edward cullen so just remind the next. Let's rewrite that scene where he's like, "What am I? Say it." Where Bella's like, "I know what you are," and he's like, "Say it." An e boy. <laughs> Anemic. <laughs> <laughs> You're so pale. Like, are you okay? Yeah, I'm just anemic. That's the end of the movie. Also, plot hole. When <laughs> this is like, this is a meme in in the twihard universe but when she's like your eyes they change color he goes he's like 150 years old and the first thing he can think of is it's the fluorescence (laughs) uh sir i mean i never really you survived 
yeah. world wars, the Spanish flu, and have seen modern medicine be created. And all you're thinking of, fuck, it's the lights that changed my eye color. You could literally say, oh, I'm wearing contacts today. And she would have been like, oh, okay. She'd have been like, yeah, that's cool. But then probably would have fallen for like some jock in her class. Edward only fell for Bella because... Of that khaki skirt. <laughs> no, it's because he, she was the one person he couldn't figure out. But that's because there was nothing to figure out. There was yeah. a thought in that girl's head. Like, she's... Uh, the, most, like, the most exciting thing that happened to her was she came from Arizona and was still whiter than a piece of paper. <laughs> like, hello... Like, her mom had, like, a nice, like, she had a nice glow to her. Like, she was obviously living in Arizona. But then Bella comes in and she's like, I've been a permanent resident of Forks, Washington for 13 years. And I've never seen the sun in my life. She, she, but, fast forward to, like, Breaking Dawn, when she becomes a vampire, she gets whiter when she's dying. Yeah. Which I guess makes sense. You nicknamed my daughter after the Loch Ness Monster. What was that? What was, what was the anger there? So I think that what happened here, well, yeah. we'll, we'll go back. We'll go, we'll go to the bit, like the beginning of that, that book when she was like, yeah, I'm really going to have Jacob imprint on Edward and Bella's baby fresh out the womb. You know why? Because it's a twist and no one's going to see it coming. Yeah, also, no I need to keep people interested. Yeah. It's like, she, she was like, so what, what have I got here? I've got, oh, this is another thing about Twilight. There's always a dash of pedophilia. I mean, Edward is oh. technically 18, but really he's 100 and whatever. And Bella is a child. Well, no, okay. But maybe he's like saving her because you know how she like really just wants to bang him? so bad he's like oh i can't i like she's like i "I can't if i'm inside of you i will literally rip you in half i'm described as being made of marble imagine imagine this imagine going to a museum in italy (laughs) there's tons of naked men sculptures in there imagine going to italy seeing one one of those like trevi fountain and thinking that i'm thinking that's it for me i want inside of me a hard ass (laughs) rock just imagine a rock. Imagine any long pebble that you <laughs> that you find at, at the side of a river or a creek. I don't think an ocean would have this type of rock because they're more jagged from the movement of the waves all the time. This would be like a creek because the smoothness is there. So imagine that. Imagine that getting rammed inside of you. And it's also ice cold imagine Ugh. imagine an icicle hanging off okay but i okay, but i didn't bring this up to talk about shoving rocks inside of you it's literally we're talking about pedophilia it. here no but we're talking about pedophilia this man's a solid like 150 years old this girl's what 16 17 in high school still yes he's like oh she's not 18 yet so i can't i can't fuck her until she graduates. Oh my god, that is a thing. So Edward's a gentleman. He also couldn't do it until they were legally married. Mormon. Yeah. <laughs> it's because he was raising children with like six other women. Stop. 
his Mormon family. <laughs> okay, it's time to talk about going international with Twilight. Travel documents. How do they have passports? Who do they work with to get the passports? And also, why is Italy just the hub for vampires? Might not be a plot hole, but remember in Breaking Dawn when she goes to get, like, remember when Jasper and Alice leave and they send her to that lawyer? I honestly don't because I haven't watched Twilight in 13 years. Hey, well, this is this is more like if you have read Twilight because in the nah, I haven't read it in 14. It, yeah, it's a bit like um, it's not so black and white. It's kind of something you have to know happens. So they go to this lawyer, um, who Jasper has apparently worked with for like 40 years, and then he says like, "Oh, he also worked with my boss before me." Is this the lawyer movie. a vampire? No, this lawyer's just, he just doesn't ask questions, you know. He even says to, like, Bella in the books, like, oh, um, Mr. Jasper, he never seems to age. And she's like, uh-huh. yeah. Oh, she she's, she's pulls the Debbie Ryan and she's like, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dermatologists hate him. Sun. He's never been in the sun, so. He just really cares about his skin. He takes skincare to the next level. That's not even, I don't even want to get into the legal documents, but what about tax returns? Okay, so that's something else I had. Like, Car- if Carlisle's supposed to be a doctor, right? He gets a pe- he gets an income that the I know has to pay him. They don't pay him in cash. Idiots. But that, what the, I, I said, um, oh, I didn't write it down. Shit. But like if, if Carlisle is a doctor, a practicing doctor who has probably established himself at a hospital and is probably like really well off because like look at their house. How does he get away with that? Right. Who does the IRA, the I, what, IRS? I don't know who it is in the States. It's IRS. I think it's the IRS. Yeah. Like how do they not say oh, there's a doctor in Washington who doesn't pay taxes or who has been paying taxes for 200 years. Exactly. Also, I know this occurred in like mid 2000s, but Edward Snowden in, is it like, I think it was like 2011, 2012, maybe earlier than that, exposed that the government, the U.S. had already been observing um, its citizens for like years like probably since the 90s. Yeah. Even before that. Also, they're living in an age where like webcams and stuff existed. And mm-hmm. even in Breaking Dawn, they talk about how they had like something similar to an iPad and they had to like reconfigure the technology so it would like open with their like cold, like it would like recognize their fingers because they're not warm, they're cold. So wow. they had really? products um and like internet history also like if you have a bank account in general yeah um, and they also said that they invested in stocks that's how they're so rich because what's her face could predict the future and she could tell what stocks to invest in or something i don't know some which is a scam in of itself like they would not be they would be convicted of insider trading exactly how do you you cannot just keep making money off of stocks like consistently and not ever losing it and then just come into like an ambiguous 
ridiculously insane amount of money and then not have anyone question it. Like they're not even that slick. Like she should have watched The Godfather before she read this book because she would know that the mafia invests in, you know, like a lot of different businesses. They got their hands in a lot of pots. They're stirring up a lot of things. You have to put yourself in a lot of pots because these people are not in a lot of different things. And like also, like I know Carlisle is like a renowned doctor. Like they, the people love him. He would definitely have been published at least once. Maybe yeah. refused. He's not only like a fixture in the vampire community, but also in the medical community. Exactly. Also, it's like it goes on record. Like they say that they've been to like medical school and like law school like multiple times. And they've also gotten multiple university degrees because they've gone to like a bunch of different Ivy Leagues. Which brings me back to the whole point of education. Like they have that wall full of mortarboards, right? Yeah. Someone did the math on that. I saw this on like Twitter or something. Someone did the math on how many mortarboards are on that wall. And like 106 of them are like uncounted for or something. Oh my gosh. Maybe not that high number. Like maybe it's like 40. I don't know. But like a lot of them are uncounted for for no reason. Other than these people are scamming their way through life somehow. No kidding. Anytime you, I don't know, I think in Canada, but I'm pretty sure in the U.S. too, you like apply for university, they have access to so many records. Like you don't have to send anyone a transcript. Like they can just find it themselves. Mm-hmm. And like they give, you have to give like your social insurance number for like tax purposes. Social insurance numbers. Bingo. They have to have them. Otherwise, (laughs) or at least Carlisle would, and he would have to supply it every time he's getting paid by a hospital to work. Red flags everywhere. I think the moral of this story is just Twilight is a never ending bottomless hole, bottomless pit. Full. It doesn't make sense. Vampires also have to pay taxes. No one is exempt. Okay. <laughs> Back to the rich. No tax taxation vampires. without representation, though. Um. You know what? We could solve a lot of problems if maybe we just taxed the Cullen family. They could. Pay, <laughs> they could pay for healthcare in the United States. Do you think that Amazon exists in the Twilight universe? <gasps> Is Carlisle Cullen the Jeff Bezos of Twilight? Oh, my God. If we tax that family or if they just redistributed their wealth, would the economic crisis of 2008 not have happened? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You know, you have to look. you You have to go deeper here. Also, you have to take into account that these people, Alice, could predict the future she definitely saw the economic downfall um she definitely saw the housing market crash she Uh, is in on it she's in on it they let a lot of stuff happen you know what they like to pretend they're good people because also like they killed deers and humans they let that happen too and operation desert storm they let the war in afghanistan and iraq vietnam oh they were around for that too pearl harbor yeah, like she couldn't have seen that coming. Like, come on. Like, come on, Alice. Use your brain this for good. Really morbid. Do you think it's possible 
that there were vampires in the towers on 9-11. <laughs> well, they wouldn't, have been, they wouldn't have died unless they were, like, ripped apart. I don't think so. I guess so. This is this is exactly this is this is the kind of thinking, the higher level thinking, that people need to use on a daily basis. Yeah, if you're gonna make a fake cinematic universe, cough. Marvel is another one on my list. Oh, I have one. Speaking of a fake universe, yeah, that is totally separate from the real world. Cars, <laughs> the Cars universe is basically an identical copy of this world but with cars because there's like a video of like the pope mobile right and a pope car but it does make sense which also implies yeah. okay the existence of a car church <laughs> which also implies the existence of pedophilia and sexual misconduct in the church. Oh my god, what do you think happened? <laughs> How does that even work? Like are these cars putting gas unwillingly in other cars? Like, what's going on? Or like, I don't know. And also that implies the existence of a car 911. Right? There's also like a planes universe, is there not? Yes. Like, cars aren't the only sentient vehicles. There's but planes, planes are by themselves. There's, um, there's boats. And they all like, go about themselves like humans walking. I'm really upset about this. That okay, but that also means because you know how um, Sarge, like in there in Radiator Springs, was an ex-military guy. Yeah. Okay, so like, all these wars happened. Are they just like weaponized cars? Like, do they just shoot at each other and like blow each other up? Insanity. And also, how does okay? This is gonna scare like really morbid but how does like world war ii happen how does um, there's a car hitler there's a car hitler there's a car third reich happen how do they let it happen <laughs> also how like no but like let's go back further world okay, war also, one when you fly in a plane as a car are you inside of another person <laughs> You need to obtain consent before boarding the plane. I like okay, because you know how he rides inside of his truck. How but, do cars reproduce? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god, this is how. Is it like that movie Robots? Remember that movie Robots, where like they get like a box and they build a baby? Okay, that was that's weird. I don't or know. You sat in a is it like a plant, like a G, like a GM plant? Where the cars are just made babies, but then how do they grow? Where do the parts come from? What happens when their brake pads need to be replaced? Do humans need surgery? Do cars need surgery? Are there car mechanics? Yes, there are. Mechanics are like doctors. Yeah, because there's the little Italian ones. Because remember that guy, Ramon, the body shop guy, is mm-hmm. like that's like going to get a tattoo. Yeah. This universe. Like. Hello? You know the What about cars that need glasses? No, let's talk about how some like a group of people at Pixar had a meeting about this because they <laughs> they've openly admitted to having meetings about like like 
like every single character like even like the voiceless characters in like disney and pixar movies like you know like the animal companions yeah talk about their personality traits and like it boils down to like the last possible thing so they definitely sat there i don't know if they were drunk high or both and said they were like okay so let's make a movie um we've already made a movie about toys coming to life we've already made a movie about bugs um being sentient beings and um, talking and having hierarchies. There's a monarchy in the bug universe. Um, yeah, but like there would be a monarchy in the Cars universe too. There was Cars too. There was a Queen car, like Queen uh, England car. Hello. I'm just. It does. How? How? Okay. Henry the Eighth. <laughs> how do you be how to hit? Car? How do you behead a car? <laughs> the French Revolution. How do you guillotine a car? How does how do the cars just eat cake? Oh my gosh! How do they eat? This is what people need to think about. And that's what I'm saying. Like, we we. This is why they. This eat. is only this is only very surface level too. Yeah, there, there's like even okay, but okay, no, but do cars pay taxes? Is there a car IRS? Is there a car IRS? There's definitely a form of government. If there's a car... Yeah, because there's a cop car. Exactly. How do you arrest people? Without laws. Uh, that too. Can cars arrest other cars in the form of a citizen's arrest? If so, how? For speeding? Was there a car's revolutionary war? What, think about this. Cars were not invented until what was it late 19th century early 20th century Uh, yeah did history even happen before that (laughs) or are we was there are we just assuming that cars existed outright was there a car if this is saying that if religion exists was there a car jesus that that implies the existence of a car god in the sky (laughs) Which is also already implied by the car pope and the car churches. Never mind about that. This implies that the theory of evolution is applicable to cars. cars. What did they evolve? (laughs) So car Darwin sat there and said, you know what? Cars came from something. Nuts and bolts on the ground. Truly, but then okay, but let's flip it. If we're if we're going into science, like the Earth fits humans, right? And gravity is at like a constant at one. Yeah. Right. If the car universe exists as a parallel to the human universe, gravity is going to be so much more impactful on these cars. Because if the if the Earth was like super, super big, gravity would have even more of an effect on the planet. Yeah. Are these cars made out of like super metal where they don't get crushed? Oh my gosh. Oh my How did cars figure out to pave roads for themselves? Did the cars build the roads and the machines to pave the roads? Are there car scientists? Right. But get this, you know how like 
like to represent age they would use like older like makes and models of cars yes do they think like maybe their evolution was just from like they evolved from like the wagon being pulled by a donkey but except where's the donkey because it's a donkey car see this doesn't make sense because remember the cows (laughs) were also cars yeah when they went cow tipping yes they're tractors tractors yeah so that means that like the wagon was pulled by a donkey car like (laughs) this doesn't make any sense this no the whole cars universe is a plot hole period but they make it seem like it's our universe flipped into car universe but it's not that easy but it doesn't it's not that easy it doesn't make any sense it doesn't how do cars get vaccines is there a car covid19 car is anti-vax oh my god the car car no but then they like they inject like gas though this just is that not a vaccine it's just in cars is anti-vaxxer propaganda Uh, oh my god we figured it out we cracked it (laughs) (laughs) okay we could go deeper into this but i don't know how long this is going to be so we're going to move on we have and just leave it that cars is a mess it might be its own episode on its own but i had to like deconstruct all that my next th- my next subheading is legality issues in shrek oh dear lord so i have child abandonment why were the king and queen allowed to leave fiona locked up for 16 years because in the musical she says i'm locked up at seven years old and she comes out at 23 okay Furthermore, is it not just is it not kidnapping or abduction that Shrek just rolled in and said, "You're coming with me"? She went willingly. Mm, Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm. Yeah, exactly. Why? So what? Let the king and queen sign away her papers and say, "You know what? You can live on your own in a tower for an undescript amount of time until Prince Charming comes and saves you." Right. What legal institutions are we, are we talking about here? There are obviously, well, they like to pretend that Trek is medieval, but there's a... No, but the, yeah, but then even then, the king and queen are the top of that legislative thing, or they're very, they work very closely with the legislature of far, far away. Obviously not because there's this is not evidenced by literally anything. Like those people did nothing. Remember in Shrek 3 when he had to take over as king for a day and most of it was just like knighting people and smashing Christening bottles. Christening shifts, yeah. There was literally nothing that they did that was but this also could be a testament to um the king and queen of far, far away were in their old age. Is Rumput Stiltskin in the right? He had a point, I will say. Did Rumpelstiltskin make points? Because if you remember in like Shrek the fourth or something, Shrek the third, whenever they have the kids, um, they were about to sign away the kingdom for the curse to be broken. But then Shrek finds her in the thing, in the tower. 
they go to like the dingy like trailer park where Rumpelstiltskin's sitting in his like onion or whatever in his carriage and his egg. And they're like, oh, I'm going to sign it. I'm going to sign it. And then they're like, your majesty, she's been rescued. And they're like, oh, my God, thank God. And that's the whole plot for that movie. Right. That's why he gets mad at Shrek and wants him gone. Yeah. But I will say, when they try to display his version of Far, Far Away, like Rumpelstiltskin's, as, like, lawless and chaotic, he did have, like, a parliamentary system in place. Remember yeah. when he- he had like a cabinet of his like top witch of his witches and he provided snacks cupcakes oh yeah so like what did the king and queen have nothing i did not see one member of government ever in the castle ever saying anything there was never even evidence that they had legislative buildings i mean they had like a version even then the fairy godmother had her hands in everything so there was lobbyists yeah <laughs> Um, there is actually, um, oh, what do they call those like really powerful donors, corporate donors in like U.S. politics, something like that. But it was corrupt. Involved. So I have written down here, no joke, fairy godmother, drug kingpin, or mafia boss. It would be like big pharma in mm. the Shrek world. But she, yeah, because she's got her hands in government. She's running her thing out of her little cottage in the woods. She sells their like pharmaceuticals. You could call them yeah. pharmaceuticals. She got them fucked up. And she's also on top of that. Remember how when he how he's when he's stealing the potion in Shrek Two, and he tips over that big um, cauldron, mm-hmm. and everything. I don't know if it turns back to the way it was, or turns into something else but remember how like every every little elf thing was actually a dove yeah so she's and the swans turned into ballerinas animal cruelty she's also enslaving people yeah because they don't they don't even have dental they don't like they don't hello but she had glasses she had readers so there's optometrists and so there's optometry exists. Th- so there's dentists. We know this because they don't yeah. have dental. There's optometrists and opticians and vision deficits are a known medical issue. Where are the primary care providers? I clearly nowhere because. Well, no, there's a doctor that comes in and, like, checks on the king. Yeah, when he's dying. When he's dying. As a frog. There's obviously... There's, like, a cis... There's a... There's a... I don't even know how to describe it. This is a developed nation. Mm -hmm. Um, They have various systems of government. And they have celebrities and lords and ladies. Yeah, lords and... Nobility. There's far, far away um, Joan Rivers, remember? Rest in peace. Rest in peace to a legend. Um, they also, dis- okay, despite not being, this is being said in medieval times, 
um, whenever there was a performance, there was always pyrotechnics, plot twist, or plot hole. <laughs> yeah, how are there fireworks? They always had fireworks. They always had light shows, a sound system. There was a, there was a microphone. Remember when they remixed La Vida Loca at the end of Shrek 2? Yeah. And it goes, goes pissing donkey all, and a microphone rises up out of the stage? Yeah, They're on stands too. Puss and donkey, y'all. Oh. Why didn't... Okay. Fairy Godmother, I Need a Hero. First of all... She stepped into that... She said, I'm going to give them a classic. I'm going to give them... She she said, I'm going to give the kids something to talk about. Why didn't she just pursue a career in the performing arts? I don't know. She would have done... She could have done it. She could have done it. Is it because is it because Prince Charming's father is not in the picture? Because he's not mentioned at all. Let's talk about that. Let's also talk about um she's not a human being. She's a fairy. Yes. So it's like it's like when she dies, she bursts into bubbles. Mm Mm-hmm. So like how did he come about, you know? Well, she obviously was just messing around with some regular human folk. Which, no, but he's obviously very human. He's not any type of half Yeah, fairy. like, if he's half fairy, then, like, how... How... Like, why doesn't he have powers or anything? So, I'm... I'm here's a plot hole. I'm thinking he was adopted. <gasps> he was stolen from human parents by her because obviously there's something not right there there was a lot wrong with her um she was running like an underground you know um forced labor ring all of that stuff so i wouldn't put stealing a child past past her you know Mm. i think we've solved that mystery. We sh- we solved Shrek, really. Also, I want to talk about Shrek. Um, I think there was some pedophilia involved in this as well. Uh, we don't explicitly know his age, but we know he's old uh, enough to have established a reputation. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would I would say that is at least like a few years. He's also a grown man, lives on his own owns his own land oh also if he owns the land there would have to be documentation for that so he doesn't have the deed for the land he doesn't have the deed for the swamp oh yeah because lord farquaad had the deed yeah really trek is squatting on government land on government land oh wait no hold on okay so in shrek the musical Shrek and Fiona both get sent off at seven years old. This is this is not a joke. Okay. Shrek is like, he is he, his parents are um are in the show very very briefly, and they're like, yep, when you're seven, you're an o- you're an ogre, and you're seven years old now, and it's time for you to like leave. So they send him away. Hmm. Should we assume that they were both locked away for sixteen years, and that they're both twenty three years old, and ogres just don't age that well? I don't think he was locked away the same amount of time that she was just because he would have had to get out 
and like I said, establish his reputation and like find his swamp. But his reputation in the musical is established by people just like he's like a six year old, seven year old walking with his little like wrap around his like shoulder, and people are like, "Boo, ogres! Uh, I don't like them." True. So they've been following him from the day he was sent out of the nest. Makes sense. But another here's another plot hole. We never see. We it's it's assumed that there's like such a reputation for ogres in the Shrek cinematic universe, right? Because everyone everyone knows them. They're like legendary. But we never see any other ogres aside from Shrek and Fiona. And Fiona is not even like a born ogre. She's just a human that was cursed, right? So where are the other ogres? Is weird as well. But then Shrek four. We discover, remember when, like, after he, like, signs away. Yeah, he has, he tries to find, he has to find Fiona again and fix his life. He's in that little, um, what would it be called? Tribe of ogres. ogres. Yeah. There was, ton- there was, like, a whole army of them. hmm So, where were, where were they otherwise, you know? Hmm. How did they band together? Maybe Shrek is like maybe Shrek knew all of the other ogres. Maybe he was like friends with them. And the reason he's so pissed off is because they were exterminated and he's the last one. Oh my gosh. Wow. Again, child abandonment, but like not child. I don't know. Actually, you bring up a very valid point. Also, they were like they remember in Shrek when they try to make him seem like very savage and uncivilized, but like then in Shrek four they were like established people, like they knew how to cook. They were having a birthday party. They were throwing a birthday party and she had a fat puss in boots cat. So ogres, they're just like us. Um uh- are you saying that Shrek is a reflection of the human condition? He really is. Also, this remains true to this day. Uh, the existence of Lord Farquaad and Fiona and Shrek falling in love, like this whole story is evidence that you can be ugly. And he was, I would say Shrek was also a tad emotionally abusive. Um, had a lot of problems. You can have anger issues. You can literally, you can literally be an ogre, but you cannot be short. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can't. That man. I mean, aside from his huge ego, had had everything to offer. He had a big old kingdom. Um, he had money. 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 He money, had, money, money. He had a like a whole army of I air quotes around loyal, but you know, loyal subjects. He was a bit sadistic, I'll give him like remember he broke off gingerbread man's legs and, and he took the magic mirror captive. Mm-hmm. So he was he had some issues, I'll give him that. But he really had the world to offer. And she would have gone to keep her looks, which is you know, maybe not the most important thing to everyone. Important to me. I would have wanted to look like that in my life. Instead, 
she chose um what's his face and she got to look like you gotta look like an ogre. That doesn't make sense either, too. Like the whole thing, that's not how curses work. The curse was she finds true love's kiss, which, you know, I don't know how anyone decides that based off of like a three day. Is meeting, that Stockholm syndrome? It really is. It's a psychological defect. It has to and be. Does in the curse world, do they like do they know? You know how they think you know, like like okay, so like there's there's a scene in a movie, and true love's kiss is the is the spellbreaker, and like the mm-hmm. wrong person. Oh, an enchanted, the wrong person. Remember the prince kissed her, but it was really Patrick Dempsey that needs to kiss her to yeah. break the spell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's some logistics to this shit. So, like, going back to that, if that if like the spell can be that picky about who is the one doing the kissing, then, like, how is it picky about, like, what she looks like in the end? You know, isn't the whole point of it being broken so that... She returns to her normal... Yeah, like, she returns... She wasn't born an ogre. No, but, oh, but then, like, part of her curse was, like, take true love's final form or something. So that curse is kind of implying that she doesn't need to stay human. Oh, I would have, I would have asked for the receipt on that one because. Yep. That's just bullshit. Would they have taken the return after sixteen years? I mean, Costco doesn't have a return policy. My mom returns stuff that is <laughs> all the time. So I don't think places have a more strict return policy than Costco. Witches are, I don't know, witchy woman. Who I don't know. In. In Shrek's narration, it says that a, I think a witch cursed her. So, this is just where it's not making sense to me because, like, the genetics of it all, the science of it all, there's nothing, there's no science to yeah, back Like, it. are they using CRISPR to, like, go into her genes and, like, make her an ogre? Right. Are, are they, they giving her, like, vitiligo to a degree to be like, yeah, you're green now? Um, where your ears are like very conical and on the side of and like your hairline is like way back yeah you're also short i would like to see the dna strand on this yeah okay so for the sake of time we'll talk about one more you said you had marvel on your list oh don't we don't want to get started on this this is a whole other podcast Going back to what we talked about in Twilight and what we talked about in Cars, Steve Rogers, um, through the evidence, this is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I will say I don't know much about the comics, but I know that they're a little more ongoing. So I'm going to go off the movies. In the Cinematic Universe, when they introduced time travel in Endgame, mm-hmm. they totally, everything became redundant. Nothing makes sense anymore. And I'll tell you why. Steve Rogers not coming back from when he time travels. And then and then there's that scene at the end where it shows that he actually went back to be with Peggy. Mm-hmm. Means that it means a whole lot of different things. And I've like, I've researched this and people have tried to describe oh, yeah. it. Yeah. But it Wait, doesn't make Because sense. if he doesn't come back. Because in agent, because then in K, okay, are we talking? Are, ta- are we saying that Agents of Shield is part of that cinematic universe? 
it should they reference each other but they write it like it's not you know okay so let's just let's say let's say that it is for argument's sake let's say that it is if he stays with her then technically captain america stays in like the 50s and 60s she doesn't become like a lead like a head like a figurehead at shield right therefore the avengers just don't happen right come on also this is this was a like youtube fan theory video but apparently like now and like the russo brothers confirmed that there's two captain america like there's steve rogers that did all that stuff and then went back and then grew into an old man and then Mm -hmm. like still another version of steve rogers that is still in the ice how this is where it doesn't make sense because in time travel they're trying to explain it to us and they're trying to explain that when you like go (gasps) off course you open up an alternate universe but that yeah okay that would make sense like whatever there's existence of that but it doesn't make sense because how does steve rogers like he says goodbye to bucky and falcon he goes back in time and lives out his whole life how does he come back as an old man in the same universe you know what i'm saying yeah so if they're trying to push this multiverse theory that can't exist in two of them he would just disappear from the timeline but he doesn't he comes back as an old ass man yeah okay that's really bugging me now because if he does all this stuff with the avengers goes back and then lives out his life that timeline technically doesn't exist anymore right also he knows way too much about history and he decides to do not a thing about it jfk assassination (sighs) 9-11 as we talked about um the war in I- iraq and afghanistan as a result of 9-11 um the economic crash what else <laughs> howard stark getting killed by his best friend bucky <laughs> being in hydra's captivity for literally like 70 years he just he's like you know what the Okay, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. So if he's stuck in the ice, right? There's a universe where he's still stuck in the ice. I believe the Avengers do still happen, right? Because Tony Stark exists. Right. Because I think I haven't watched any of the Captain... I haven't watched any of these Marvel movies in a while, so I might be wrong. But he goes down in that, in like the plane and like kills himself and like freezes, right? literally indestructible he fights aliens and gets knocked out all the time by them he couldn't jump off the plane you're telling me he wouldn't have survived in cold water for a little bit before someone could just come collect him doesn't make any sense but you know what steve rogers is a drama queen um so he he went down with that plane almost as if to prove a point i don't know what point it is he was proud but it, it was it's his pride Pride. He said, "No, this is how I destroy it." No, that's not it. He could have saved himself. <laughs> he could have jumped out. He could have literally jumped out, and his bones would have been like, "I'm fine." He wouldn't like Wolverine. Find, like indestructible system, 
or like a super powerful healing system anyways he could have survived if anything it just exposes flaws in like the government's treatment whatever they did to him and they just fix it and do it again exactly so he chose this for himself also if he could survive a nice for 70 years he could definitely survive the fall from a plane i'm just saying just saying so that's a big plot hole that doesn't make any sense the whole time travel thing doesn't make any sense though Mm -mm. you know Marvel in general is just really like they really they wanted to write off some characters but they did it in a sloppy way. They got messy with it. Like now there's This might be a little bit more opinion than straight up plot hole, but when Natasha jumps off even though she's with um Hawkeye whatever his name is. Yes. I think I would have been like, yeah, you know what? Um, I'm good. If you were Natasha. Yeah, because there's still alternate universes where I exist anyway. Does that make sense? I don't think so. Like you wouldn't have jumped. No. Because. But I can see see where she's coming from because they're, they're like really good friends and like he's got kids and a wife. But like, I would have pushed you down. Like they're gone anyways. See ya. Because <laughs> they got have... snapped, right? Yeah, I was like, we don't even know if they're coming back, so you might as well jump just in case they don't. <laughs> it's really, really selfish. Exactly. That's why I'm not her. But I will say this: when this is another plot hole involving Steve Rogers, he is a plot hole in itself. Um, yep. When he goes on that mission to put all the stones back exactly where he got them, first of all, it doesn't make sense. Like, how do you do that anyways? Like, so he would go back to the exact moment. Something would be occurring. Like, I don't even know. Like, okay, remember how they got um, the stone the first time? Like, or like how they had to go back to the 70s and steal yeah. it from the lab? Mm-hmm. Or like... So he would go back there and say, like, oh, just a second, guys. I'm just putting something back and then zip out. That doesn't make any sense. Would that not open up a whole bunch of different universes as he goes back for each of the the stones? Exactly. That doesn't – it doesn't make any sense. And and how do you put a soul stone back? Really, how do you put it back? Did you bring someone back to life and kill him again? But what do you do? Just toss it at Red Skull? Like, here, buddy, this is yours. <laughs> I think you're... It, it, I found this. Is it yours? Is it yours? Oh, by the way, the last time I saw you was in 1945 Nazi Germany. Do the Infinity Stones exist individually in each of these timelines? They do, right? They do. They would have to. Yeah, so, like, what the fuck is up with that? Okay, but that doesn't make sense in itself because how does... How does Thanos have the gauntlet and then just... Which doesn't make any sense either because how is there like a million different universes and Thanos hasn't figured out that there's a million different ones of him probably with the same motivation to just get all the stones and go... Doesn't make sense. This whole multiverse theory doesn't make any sense. And the... 
okay, the existence of the stones in multiple universes would make sense, but like in their timeline, they've already opened up like 15 different ones, but it's like, it's seemingly enough that they can like jump in between them. So like Thanos gets the soul stone um, in what is it, 2018, but they can go back to 2014 and the existence is still there. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. None of this makes any sense. But it doesn't really because there should only be like one version of something. No, because they, if they go back to 2014, then it's a different timeline. They don't go back to their 2014. They go back to a different one. So they're jumping back and forth between universes. So they're creating a whole bunch of like... Yeah, and there's no fixing that. You think they'd be smarter than this? Really? Like, I don't know how you sit in a writer's room and you start spewing stuff. Like, and you don't think about small things. Like, when you're making up fictional stuff, you have to think about things like tax returns. Also, what was... When Steve Rogers goes back to whatever the 40s to get Peggy, what do they tell people? She also <laughs> marries and has children. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure she has children. But I know for sure she remarries because remember she has like a husband in her photos when she's dying and stuff. Yeah. So like is is he the husband and they just never talk about it? Is he a dirty mistress? Or does this erase everything and she never does that or that she does it with him? Also, he's, st- he's still Steve Rogers and Captain America is legend at this point. So is he a housewife? What does he do for work? Does he go back to work for the government and the army? No, because then he'd be Captain America anyway. Exactly. So what is she's still got this like government built body? But now he's just like a civilian. Like, are you like Hercules before he realized there's his potential, like going around helping people? You're a civil servant. What does he do? I don't know. It's uh, it's a crapshoot. That's what it is. All of these are just examples of writers not using their brains to the full potential. I don't, you can't imitate this universe like down to the last whatever character and then not take into account history. Mm-mm. So you Because there's going to imi- be little shitheads like us who go and unpack and unravel every little thread. Until nothing makes sense anymore. Movie looks a lot appealing. Um, when when we've boiled it down to the fact that um, cars don't pay taxes. Also, car insurance companies are they operated and run by cars? Do cars? I think it's just pay- life insurance at that point. Okay, so at so they just pay to exist. Yeah. With that tracks because we pay to exist too. True. You can opt out of insurance. Hmm. See, 
we could just we could, we could go on forever there has to be a part two it boils down to when we eat the rich we start with the columns um 